Hey there, friend. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something really special with you. If you are tired of feeling stuck in the wine trap and ready to reclaim your freedom, I've got just the thing. This is my free seven easiest quit tips guide. And inside, you're going to find simple, actionable tips to kickstart your journey to sobriety and discover the joy of living alcohol-free. It really is joyous. So if you're curious about how easy it can be to break free from the cycle of drinking, just head over to vibewithstephanie.com slash guide to grab your copy today. You're not alone on this journey. It's a lot easier than you think, especially with this seven easy quit tips guide. Go grab it now and then get comfy and settled in for our coming up episode. Welcome to your new favorite podcast, Glow Big with Stephanie. I'm your host, Stephanie, and this podcast is for all women. We want to inspire and empower you. We're going to bring you style, humor, entertainment, good intentions, big ideas, hope, and a little bit of sobriety in each and every episode. You can get all that and more at vibewithstephanie.com. But right now, grab yourself a sparkly water, put it in a pretty glass or a coffee and get comfy and enjoy the show. Hey, happy second week of January. How is it going? Are you sticking to all those resolutions that you made? Are you using your planner, writing in your journal, all the things, going to the gym? I am sticking to some of my stuff, not all. And that's okay. We'll give ourselves a little bit of grace, right? I am reading my, I got a new devotional, but it's actually like, so the one I was using was Jesus Calling. And then this one is Jesus Listens, so it teaches you how to pray, which is pretty awesome. But I kind of like my Jesus Calling better, but whatever. It's been great, and I really do feel good that I've been able to stick to that. I've also tried this fasting thing with my friend, and it's going okay, but the scale hasn't moved at all. And I don't usually look at the scale like that, but I don't know. We'll see. Too much at one time is never a good thing, right? Speaking of which, I've got a couple of announcements One that I am beyond excited about, Break Up With Booze is coming back in February. I just love that so much. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I love the the chaos of a little bit of a breakup and except I keep it very controlled and very awesome in a private group called Break Up With Booze. So I will get you the link in the notes if you're interested in doing that. It's not quite up and running yet. It's going to start February 20th. It's a four-day challenge where we literally break up with booze. I show you exactly how to break up with this toxic ex of yours, and it's enlightening, and it's transformational, and you will love it. So stay tuned for that. I've been working on that. And another little fun thing coming up, too, for March, but I'll tell you more about that at the end, because one of our listeners sent me a question that relates exactly to what I want to tell you. So I'll share that with you after. This week, I am taking questions from people that listen to Glow Big Podcast. I wanted to hear from you because I don't always know what you want to talk about. I don't always, you know, hit on what you want to hear about or need to hear about. So I thought it would be cool to get questions from you. Then I will share the questions and answers here. So we'll do that today. And I'm answering every single question. I'm not skipping any of them. So stay tuned for this. Okay, so there are nine questions here. And I will start with number one. How long until you stopped thinking about drinking? I thought this was a pretty cool question. When we're thinking about quitting, we think it's going to feel that way forever. 
when we first start to quit. It is pretty brutal, to be honest, because we're taking ourselves out of a habit that we've been doing for a very long time. So all, all I did for a, at least 31 days was think about not drinking. I thought about not drinking, that I had to make a conscious effort to stay away from the booze for 31 days. I had my head down. I did all the things that I teach, but it took me at least 31 to stop obsessing. Then I would say probably six months until I could just stop thinking about it. But then new triggers come up, a new trigger like Christmas or a baby shower or a wedding or something like that. So for the most part, after about six months, you don't really even think about drinking until you find out you're going to an all-inclusive resort in Mexico. And then you're like, oh gosh, this could be a problem. So around six months, you're done thinking about it, but you still got to be on the lookout for things that have come up that haven't come up so far during your sobriety. Question number two, what are your favorite mocktails? Okay, I wanted to tell a quick story about the day that I realized there was such thing as alcohol-free wine. I like I said, was very obsessed in my sobriety and staying away from alcohol. It's just I knew I had to do it and I was going to do anything it took to do that. And I was researching and Googling and doing all the things, just wanted to know every bit of information about my day one of sobriety, day two, day three. Okay, I'm in day four. What happens now? You know, I was just obsessed about it. So along the way, I found out it wasn't that prevalent of information. It was a year and a half ago, I guess, or a year and three months ago wasn't really all that out in my face. Plus, the algorithm kept me from seeing alcohol-free stuff because they wanted to show me alcohol stuff. So I really didn't know that there was alcohol-free wine. But when I found that out, I was elated. I saw it online that Total Wine or ABC had it. So I called ABC and I said, do you have it? And they said yes. And I ran over there as fast as I could and grabbed it and brought it home. And I I thought this was going to be it. I was like, this is going to change everything for me. Who even needs red wine? Like, this is amazing. And you know what? It did. It did. It changed everything. I wonder if I would have gotten sober 10 years ago if I had had this kind of tool in my tool belt. Because with the will, with your own will to quit and the right tools, it can be done. So I would have to say my favorite mocktail is to have alcohol-free red wine, alcohol-free white wine, or alcohol-free champagne, which you can get at Publix or Winn-Dixie. And it's not wonderful. Don't expect it's going to be like delicious. But what it is, is that red liquid that you can pour while you're making spaghetti or that red liquid that you can hold the bottle. You can hold your hand around the bottle, pour it into your nice wine glass while you're running the bath or when you get home from work. It's just like something to keep you away from the alcohol and keep that hand-to-mouth situation going. And it helps me a lot. And so I would have to say my favorite mocktail would be that. But I don't lean on those anymore. Actually, you know, I'll do TikToks and stuff where I've got a, a glass of wine in my hand and I'm saying something about the wine. And just the look of the bottle The look of the wine inside, the fake wine, just makes me kind of ill. So you won't have to lean on that for very long. I don't want you to think you have to white knuckle this situation or to not use alcohol-free beer or alcohol-free wine. Why? That's not what you have the problem with. What you have the problem with is actual alcohol. So drink as many as you need to. Some people say it might trigger you if you feel in any way that it could trigger you to drink again. 
then don't. But for me, it changed the game. And then alcohol-free beers. I mean, I, I never even really drank beer ever, but those hit the spot, especially when summer rolls around or you're on a boat. Bring as many alcohol-free beers as you can. There's a lot of different cool brands out there now. So many are coming out now. And then I love my ritual alternative. They have whiskey, they have tequila, they have gin, and they have rum. So depending on the season, like come summertime, I will be making spicy margaritas with the Ritual Zero Proof. Highly recommend stocking up on that kind of thing and don't have any shame on using replacements. Just don't. Do not add that level to this. Make it really simple. Let's see. Question number three. If you could go back to when you first started your sobriety, what would you tell yourself? Whew. I would say, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. And you're really going to do it this time. And you're going to change some lives. You're going to forgive people. You're going to forgive yourself. And you're going to become a better human being. That is what I would say. I would just give a gentle, knowing nudge to how much life was going to improve. And I'd, I would send her packing with that knowledge. Go ahead and get going because this is going to be the best thing that's ever happened to you. Thank you for that question. Question number four, easiest part of getting sober. This I thought about for a little bit. I don't want to say that this is a walk in the park, even if you're not a falling down drunk. A lot of people come to me. I have a lot of coaching clients come to me because they don't, they're not falling down drunk, but they're having trouble breaking away from the alcohol. It's not easy even if you're not a big drinker. It's just been built into our fibers and it's everywhere. Now, easiest part would be talking to people and helping women and being understanding. I am somebody I just don't even recognize. It gets easier as you go. That I would like to make sure everyone knows that it gets easier as you go. I don't think about alcohol now at all, even though I talk about it daily, daily. I don't think about it. I don't want it. Gross. I just don't. So... It gets easier. Question number five, what is the hardest part of getting sober? I would have to say coming out of denial because I thought for so long that that was a mom thing, that was a meemaw thing, that was somebody else thing. I'm too smart. I know better. Not going to happen to me. So having to come out of denial and be like, oh my word, it happened to you. It happened to you. And so coming out of that, which also causes some mourning. I want you to know that it's normal to mourn like a boyfriend if you guys break up or a cat if they die or if your car gets totaled and you don't have your car anymore or when you move houses or you switch jobs. If you ruin one of your favorite shirts, you're going to mourn it a little bit. And it's normal. Alcohol is such a part of our lives that we are going to feel sad. We're going to feel angry that we cannot believe that we can't control this one thing. That's kind of the hard part is having to let go of the denial and actually acknowledge, yep, it got me. It got me. It got me. And the disbelief and just the hurt that I've caused myself, my family, having to get through some sticky stuff, some sticky emotions. And it's weird, even today, I think it was today, <laughs> I was thinking about my mom and my grandmother, you're going to have feelings pop up out of nowhere, even a year and some change later, maybe even two years later, five years later. But the difference is, is this feeling that pops up doesn't make me want to go drink. It just makes me want to sit in the feeling and feel it and acknowledge it. And what that does instead of hardens me is it softens me. 
And the softness that I see in myself is something that I love. And I could not have pulled up one thing out of the thin air if you had asked me a year and a half ago, what do you love about yourself? I wouldn't have known. I would not have known. I did not love myself. I had no reasons. It was very hard for me to set goals or look ahead or anything because I didn't have any love for myself because I was hardened. And now with softness comes forgiveness and I'm somebody else. And you're going to love yourself again too if you found yourself becoming hardened by time and usually alcohol. Question number six. What is something that surprised you about giving up drinking? I would have to say my niceness. I would have to say my patience with my little boy when all this time I thought that wine was giving me the patience to be a mom, to be a good mom, to do all the things when wine was not doing any such thing. It was actually making me overwhelmed and foggy and snappy and anxious and depressed and scared to drive and absent. That surprised me. I had no idea it would make me an instantly better mom. Take away everything I just mentioned. And now I'm standing in front of my little boy being present and being the best mom that I can be without even really trying that hard. I'm, I'm just here. I'm present. My mind is here and my love for him is strong and my softness is back. So, yeah, that surprises me that it, it happened so quickly that it, within nine days he was telling me that, Mommy, you're so much nicer now, or something to that effect. I wish I had written it down. I wish very much that I had written it down. Question number seven, what did I replace drinking with in the beginning? Okay, so you might know this story already when I went to this little picnic with moms and our kids, and I brought alcohol-free champagne, and I brought apple cider donuts, and I had them cut up in like cute little kid size. And nobody really ate them. I got home and kind of in an outer body experience was standing over this thing that I had think I bought them from Aldi or whatever. There was like eight apple cider donuts cut into little pieces. I was standing over this clear container eating every single last one. I was like, this is not good. <laughs> I, I was very out of outer body experience. I usually do not eat sugar. And that's really because I was getting it in my big fat mega Merlots there. I can't even, I can't even imagine how much actual sugar is in that big bottle of Merlot, but I didn't realize. And most of us don't realize that when you quit drinking, you were taking away an ungodly amount of sugar. Even if you just drink white wine, check the sugar on that. And so a lot of people have these crazy sugar cravings. So nobody really warned me about the sugar. So I would have to say I replaced it with Lily's chocolate chips, which I think are lower sugar. I would do a handful of those with some nuts and some sparkly waters. And I was a sparkly water lunatic for probably the first two months, just trying every brand, stocking up all the time, the ones with adaptogens in them, everything I could find. I did all kinds of replacing, and I, I highly suggest you prepare your house for when the alcohol is gone because you will need something. And if you're trying to watch your figure, I would say get those lilies, even though the price has gone crazy on them now, and mix them with some mixed nuts or dried fruit and just have them around all the time. And protein shakes too. I remember I was doing a lot of Premier Protein because it's chocolate. 
or there's one with caramel or there's one with vanilla. Make sure you're never, never thirsty or hungry because hunger can make you think you need a drink. (laughs) Anything can. The wind blows. You're like, oh, I need a drink. I need a drink. The wind just blew. And then the last question for today, and I'll do these again because I really like to hear from you and to hear what you'd like to hear. The last question, which I thought was pretty thoughtful and awesome is, hey there, Stephanie, did you feel like you had to rediscover who you were once you got sober? If so, how was that for you? She said, for me, I'm pretty much old enough now that I've always had a good grasp on who I am as a woman, but this last time getting sober, I have a huge desire to just start new with a new mindset, new hobbies, new faith. I really want to turn myself in a whole different direction. Okay, I love this question and I am so excited by the possibilities. There is nobody who likes a reinvention more than me. I just love it. I think we all deserve it. Whenever we want, we can reinvent ourselves. I feel like I've reinvented myself many, many times and always for the better, leveling up one step. So I can relate to wanting to shed the past and start something new. And I'm really, really proud of you and excited for your future. We don't know who we are after sobriety. And a lot of times that can cause us to lean back on drinking because it's like, well, I'm not fun anymore. I don't even know who I am anymore. I wanted to have something that would get you through that and get you to your next chapter. I wanted to be able to help women once they get sober then what? Like, then what? We all kind of need to know where to go after that. And it's so hard to see our new lives without alcohol. So I created a program called Reinvent You. And it's not out yet. But if you're interested, just send me a DM and I will put your email on the list and I'll reach out to you as soon as it's ready. I think it's going to release in March. I'm trying to get it so perfect. What I'm about to tell you, this program is super premium, super exclusive. One of my signature programs. I know how much it's needed and that's why I'm creating it. So I'll tell you a little bit about it now, just a little sneak peek. And I can't wait to hear what you think. One of the weeks we're going to create a blueprint. We're going to visualize what you want in your life. And I have a technique to help reprogram your brain so that you believe it's attainable. One of the weeks is rewiring your nervous system. One of my favorite weeks is to fill the void with this catalyst that I'm creating now that's going to help you reignite old passions or rediscover new passions that make you happy. We're going to find your strengths. We're going to find your values and leave you feeling energized and purposeful every single day with a real life toolkit of resources. One of the weeks is secret code to instant alignment. Part of the reason we get off kilter once we quit drinking is because we're not aligned to anything. We're also harnessing your inner glow. We're doing self-love routines, mirror work, resilience building lessons. We're going to work on our non-negotiables and boundaries. And there's a lot of bonuses in there too. You're going to get sober up to glow up, which is my original course. There's a money saving calculator in there. We're going to talk about fashion and finding your new and true self. You're also getting four group coaching calls and a digital journal. It's packed full of things that are going to help you reinvent yourself. I know you're going to love it. So I'm very excited to share more with you. I didn't even mean to go on and on about it. I'm just excited because I know it's what's needed. I can get you sober, but I don't just want to drop you off at sobriety. I want you to have a really fulfilling and full 
amazing, happy, content life where you never think about alcohol anymore and you're just happy. If you want more information, just go ahead and message me. Find me on Facebook. I'll drop a link where you can just message me and I'll put your name on the list so you'll be the first to find out when we drop it. Thank you for sending me those questions. I really appreciate it. Keep them coming. I do want to know where you stand and how you're doing day to day. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today on Glow Big. We hope you're leaving empowered and happy and ready to take on the world. For more information, you can go to vibewithstephanie.com. And if you're interested in taking the 30-day Sober Up to Glow Up course, just click Sober Up to Glow Up course for more information. Have a great day. Did you know there is one missing piece to you finally getting sober once and for all? That missing piece is mindset. That's the thing that's going to help you transform your life from the inside out. I am so thrilled to invite you to my free mindset masterclass where we dive into proven strategies to shift that mindset and really create a life filled with purpose, abundance, and joy. If you're tired of feeling stuck in those limiting beliefs and ready for a mindset of growth and possibility, then this masterclass is for you. If you're ready to rewrite your story and step into the best version of yourself, this masterclass is for you. Join me at vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass. Your mindset is the key to unlocking the life of your dreams. I can't wait to see you inside. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass.